Welcome, everybody. We are back for another episode of Our Roots and Tea.、Uh, today is a little special episode. We're gonna do a little different conversation here. We're gonna actually talk a little bit more, also about psychology, but the the mindset、uh, and approach、um, of entrepreneurs and business owners. And we have the perfect candidate, perfect guest here,、uh, Travis Rivera. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Travis. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Yeah, because Travis is actually joining us from East Coast, and you know he he is a biz really busy person. You know he's he's got his own own business and, and stuff like that. But you know just taking some time to join us, which is it's such an honor, actually. Wow, thank you, thank you. Yeah,、um, and. Of course, as as per usual, we do have a tradition, which is we do drink tea while we discuss these conversations. And、uh, Travis, I don't know if he's drinking any tea today, but for us, me、uh, myself, we'll be trying this tea called Assam tea.、Uh, it's a black tea, so gives it a little bit of a kick this morning for me, which is good. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. I am.、Um, I'm actually brewing some coffee. <laughs> oh, I'm. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll be joining you with a, a hot、uh, coffee beverage. That's、shortly. that's no problem. I actually thought about having coffee, breaking the breaking tradition a little bit, but you know, I, I'll stick with tea for today. You gotta stick. You gotta stick with the tradition. You gotta stick with the tradition. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. I guess the ver so just to kind of dive right into the conversation. The first question I have for you is, you know, as a business owner yourself, how are you adjusting to this kind of weird pandemic period?、Uh, that's a wonderful question.、Um, so、there's a lot of there's a lot of answers to that, and I、um, the the interesting thing is that it's actually.、Uh, Very great opportunity for creativity,、mm-hmm. and I can I can explain that a little bit more. But really,、um, at at your core, as an entrepreneur, you you've got to you you're a creator. And I know we we don't often talk about entrepreneurs as being artists,、right. in that sense.、Um, but it's the same formula where you're you're bringing together all your skills and all your talents and all your team to create something new and something wonderful. And、um, ideally, something that creates value. So, when something happens, and it always does,、yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, <laughs>、um, you've got to be able to find a, a creative solution. Yeah. Yeah. So, in that in that context,、um, crisis crises happen all the time, and、yes. and this and the answer is always the same. Yes, you, you you gather, you pull your resources, you pull your team together, and you find a creative solution to the problem at hand. Now. What's interesting about COVID is it's something that we all share. It's not unique to one business or another, or even businesses. It's across the board. We're all dealing with this. We're all coping with this. So, number one is safety. How do you how do you how do you cope with with COVID、um, in a, in a professional setting? You've got to prioritize safety. And so, while my business is roasting coffee, and part of that was the So much of that was the product ex- itself, which is the, the bean,、um, but also we created an experience for our customers. And so I always thought of myself as, you know, what? Yes, I'm in the coffee business, but I'm, I'm also in the experience business. I'm creating an experience 
for anyone that walks into our, our doors. Well, this year that changed. And instead about creating an experience, the core became creating somewhere that's safe. Mm. Somewhere that's safe for your customers, safe for your team, um, and of course, safe for your product and your company. So I began to look at other businesses and other entrepreneurs and it's like, and I, and I used to have these conversations and I have these conversations. We're, we're not in the X, Y, and Z business. Yeah. We are all in the same business and that business is safety right now. Mm. And it's very contrary to, to what, you know, what we, what skills we built upon to get to this point. Yeah. Because you think about what's, you know, you think about the safety industry and you think about hospitals and healthcare physicians, you don't think about a, a cafe or a coffee roastery. Yeah. So, um, so there's that. <laughs> so uh, prioritizing safety um, is number one and finding a creative solution to, to, to is just part of our toolbox. And that is always present and, and COVID is no exception to that. Wow. So it, it almost sound sound like that all of a sudden there's a little bit of a perspective shift, you know, in terms of just learning how to run the operation, running the business in a really different creative manner, which is just, that's crazy how, how things have changed. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have a team that now they wear masks. Yeah. Um, and you have a team that, you know, is shielded and, uh, how do you, I mean, one of the things that we want from a customer, we want three things from customers. Okay, the first thing that we want from a customer is a smile. Of course. Well, how do you, you know, how do you train your team? Your, your team's been trained to like interact with customers yeah. on a real yeah. basic level, which is the, the human smile. Yeah. And now your, 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 your face is covered. Mm -hmm. So just okay. like little, you know, I mean, just little at our core the culture that we have, we had to kind of reevaluate and shift our perspective. Yeah. It's like, you know, we still want that smile from a customer. We can't see it, but we can see it in their eyes. Mm. And so, so these, now the, the cues of conversation have begun to, to change. And so, you know, I mean, we have to wear masks. So we create masks with our logo and then we sell them. I mean, right. these are the types of things, you know, yeah these little shifts in, okay, if we're going to, if our behavior is going to change and our patterns are going to change, cool. But how can we make that part of our brand and how yeah. can we make that part of our team and something that a customer can appreciate and math is a very simple way to show that. Okay. Okay. Um, it will actually follow up question. And that is, do you, you know, when you go and interact with your customers now, um, with all the changes, do you feel like there's a certain type of connection now, like with the customers, like maybe either feeling closer or somehow maybe feeling as some sort of appreciation, you know? What's we are connected. We, we are connected with our customers in a different way now. Okay. So, so, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, on a bigger scale, maybe we already have been, as, oh. a, as, as a society yeah because so much of our communication is through social media yeah. or or you know like you and i are doing now yeah so if any, it's kind of like it's kind of pushed us in that direction even further so so now when i when i look at our customers i get very um few interactions face to face 
Yeah. But I have so many more interactions um, on social media. So I, I take the time to answer every comment, every, I respond to every question. Um, I do this twice a day now mm-hmm. so that, so that, and I, so that I have a clear understanding of who, you know, who's on, who's on our team. And, and I, I really don't see the relationship between, between us and our customers is I don't see them as customers. I see them as team members. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they're champions of our brand. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. sharing. They're posting. They're talking about it. And those connections are are only strengthened and reinforced mm. since the world has pushed us a little bit further apart. Right. Oh no, no. That's that's great. I actually like that like that uh, perspective because is is not just about like oh okay you know you come in I brew you coffee you get it and that's it you know it's probably like something yeah. bigger you know maybe they a lot of these customers, maybe a lot of these customers see now like a, a the coffee place to be like maybe their safe haven or something like that maybe possibly. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not our story anymore. Yeah. It, it, it might've been our story when we first started and nobody heard about us mm-hmm. or any of that stuff, but now it's their story, you know? And so it's our, it's our team. It's, it's our growing team. And, Everyone wants to be to to be part of that, yeah. a, a part of that success. And so, every single customer that that purchases something from Black and Brass mm-hmm. is a part of that success, and they own it, and they should, and they're proud of it, and they should be yeah. because any business is uh, oh yeah, it's not going to function without you know without champions. Absolutely, absolutely, and. Um, Actually, just to backtrack just a little bit, you know, for you, since you're, you know, you're doing social media response and posts, you know, maybe about twice a day, uh, like you said, do you, do you, do you feel that it's kind of weird now just having all these interactions online, especially for, you know, as a you know, coffee owner where you want to be there like brewing that perfect cup of coffee, you know, but then now it's like a lot of it is kind of online, you yeah, well, I mean, it's like a, you know, it's it's kind of like an existential crisis. It's just, it's a, it's it's you know, when you build something to welcome people, and all of a sudden, you, you know, the same those same people are no longer welcome mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason. Uh, it's 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 hard. It's 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 not weird so much as just sad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really sad, and and. Um, you know, the wonderful thing about a coffee house is that socialization. It's a culture yeah. where yeah. it doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life you come yeah. from, yeah. Um, what what political I- ideology you carry, yeah. you can sit down and you can discuss um, big ideas or even just hang out with someone who you love, who you haven't seen and across the board. Coffee houses are a place where people can come. And so to, to destroy that even for a short amount of time yeah um is for for me it was sad so the social media aspect of it no i love that aspect i think Mm. that's just another way to to connect you know right i I value face i value in person yeah communication interactions but i also value the, the, the the these kinds and so um the, that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of where I'm coming from with with that. I don't think it's weird so much that communications have changed, but I do think it's sad 
in the way mm. in the ways that we've lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I you absolutely know? agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, because I mean, I do drink coffee as well myself too, and you know, for me, you you do tend to take these little things for granted, even going to you know a coffee shop. Um, when it's shut down, you're just thinking like. Oh, I, like my routines change and then like you just kind of like oh you because in your head you always thought it will always be there but then that now you understand that could be taken away from you pretty easily so it's like a whole different a whole different mindset which is crazy totally different perspective yeah yeah and the cool thing and the challenging thing and the scary thing is that there's no rule book on this mm-hmm. you know you we all tend to think that um, since there's so many businesses that exist, like somebody's figured it out, you know, mm-hmm. and that you can you can you can share this formula. But the truth is that most people don't. They're 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 trying to solve problems that nobody has an answer for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically that's the basis of, of a business. You, you're yeah. solving a problem. Mm-hmm. And are uh, you creating a solution? Are you creating value? Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, it's it's really um, the pers- perspective is a big part of it. But there's no rule book. You just got to figure it out. Right. And so that can, depending on what kind of person you are, that could be really empowering mm-hmm. or really frustrating. And you look towards, in this case, the Department of Health. Yes. You look towards your local government to yeah. give you some guidance, give you some direction, give you some um, some authority mm-hmm. and some accountability. And what I found is that there is none. That the safety practices that I put in place, um, I went above and beyond to try and, and maintain the safety and security yeah. of my team. The whole time I'm thinking, well, where's the support? Mm. You know, where, uh, I mean, where are the regulators? Where are the people coming in and saying and enforcing, saying, okay, good, you're wearing masks. You know, I mean, these these things, there, there, were, there were none. Mm. And so, I mean, you, you see it, especially here, you know, in, in our region, you see some businesses don't bother wearing masks. <laughs> and other businesses you know um this is a very specific and extreme example but across the board this is what i found is that if you want something if you know instead of asking when is somebody going to do something or when is somebody going to create something the answer is it, when are you going to do it when are you going to create it what are you going to do to empower your team to 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 help your team be safe and you have to figure it out as a, as an own, as an owner as an entrepreneur because quite frankly more often than not nobody's going to tell you what to do or how right no that's true like you're pretty much you're you're relying yourself i mean no one you know when it comes down to it, no one's really going to help you as, as harsh as it sounds you know um well it's true yeah it, it's it, true. It is. it's very like true. they'll help you they'll help you sign the paycheck <laughs> They'll tell you all the things that they can provide yeah. Yeah. To, to help you in your business. But when, when push comes to shove, you know, you're the one who's accountable. You're the, you're the one who has to make the tough decisions. Of course. And, and, um, and so that develops 
in you a certain resilience mm -hmm. and integrity and uh, stamina to to face adversity and the challenges of our day. And where I'm just so fascinated because uh, where where are you finding this stamina? Where are you finding this kind of like? you know, passion, you know, it's crazy because, because I know there are, I'm sure there are a lot of business owners who are just really struggling and trying to overcome frustration, but then you seem to be really booming. And I'm just very fascinated by where you even, you know. Yeah. Um, thank you. It's, it starts with, it starts with gratitude. Okay. So stamina, you know, you, um, you've got to keep in context all the, all where you are. And everything that you it's so easy to wake up and, and forget that you know oh yeah especially in my case I mean five years ago I had nothing mm. nothing and, and today I'm going to be on national television so so when I'm faced with crises on a regular yeah. basis it helps me to be grateful for what I what I have and what I've achieved um, and that allows me to kind of take a heartbeat, think of, you know, uh, I'll give you a perfect example this morning. Um, our biggest location, we have three locations now. Our, mm -hmm. um, our biggest one had no water. It froze. Oh. We're, in, <laughs> we're in single digits here. Okay. So it's eight degrees oh and our, our biggest spot doesn't have any water. That's crazy. So then today we're going to be on uh hgtv yes and our website is down in fact our website is down right now <laughs> and it's the most important day yep. for for online orders ever in the history of the company i mean we're going to be yep. broadcasting in front of millions of people and and as of right now we have no website oh so these are very very stressful yes um intense problems that I need to solve immediately. Mm. And um, it's very easy to break down. And, yeah. and I mean, I love what I love Neil Gaiman's quote, Neil Gaiman, the author, he says, yeah. you know, yeah. we're all, we're all children in drag, <laughs> <laughs> you know, adults. And, and it's like, man, and I, and this morning it was that child in me wanted to break loose and throw a tantrum. And, yeah. you know, I mean, but there's no, there's, there's no room for, for um, there's no room for immaturity or, or, or to let those emotions surface. It's just, it's not, it's not part of what's going to help us propel mm -hmm. and exceed and mm -hmm. succeed. And so those qualities develop over, over, over small triumphs, you know, mm -hmm. something, something like not, you, you know, not having a website yeah. at all. Is, mm -hmm. is a bigger problem than having one that's currently crashed. Sure. And every single time you, you solve a problem, you get a little bit more confident mm -hmm. and you get a little bit more experienced. And so then you can, you, you can also use your experience to kind of have the stamp, stamina that you need. But there, I mean, like there are many, many easy days. Sure. And you, and you think, wow, this is, I feel a little guilty. This is too easy. Mm -hmm. And then, you wake up some mornings and everything's hit the fan <laughs> and, and, and you think, ah, oh, this is why other people aren't doing this. Right. Right. It's the right. amount of stress and pressure. Yeah. Our, um, I'll give you another example. Our, um, 
our payroll went from one employee mm -hmm. and I didn't pay myself anything. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. virtually zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to ballooned into 30 where we've got anywhere. I mean, at the end of December, it was a $17,000 um, payroll. Oh, wow. Uh, which is, which is, yeah, it's a lot, you know, yeah. depending on who's watching, they'll be like, oh, I wish, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, those peanuts, but, um, but going from, so, you know, from, from having a $0 payroll to a $17,000 payroll, and then you're in January and it snows or the water freezes and you can't get customers through the door, you know, you've got to have emotional stamina. Mm. to be able to to be able to operate with within those kind of parameters and those kind of pressures it's just like um game of thrones winter is coming it winter. always comes and 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 when it's here like we've got to be prepared right. yeah. and so i mean it's just like it, it's long answer to to a very simple question i i would say you know to build on that stamina, on that grit, on that perseverance, you need you need gratitude, um, and you you need to have a series of very small victories mm -hmm. um, to build that confidence within yourself, to to really allow yourself the space to appreciate everything that you've done, yeah. and have the confidence to know that you're going to succeed. You're going to get through this. That's great. No, that's great. I well, one, I like the quote that you put out and two you're right like small victories they i think they matter really actually much more um i think because most people on average they always think about this the bigger victory they, they jump ahead yeah um, and so i i i always think that's a mistake but you know um because you, you're right yeah and i'll give you a real life example um the small victories. I mean, let's say, uh, you know, it's building within yourself a, a, a pattern of success. Yeah. So if you if you go to work every day, and yeah. you, you you do a little bit less every day, you know, um, when you close, you don't clue. I'm going to use the coffee <laughs> analogy because that's the business I'm in. Sure. You close. You, you don't clean your brewers one night out of the yeah. week. You, close, you you know you clean it the other four nights but one night you don't clean it mm. um, you, you don't sweep under the couch one one day or two days you, you know you, they're little teeny tiny things mm. what they are is they're small defeats ah. and you don't notice it because it's just a little thing day after day after day but your teammate your team member who comes in after you the next morning last week the brewer wasn't cleaned this week the floor is not being swept next week. It's something else. And now the gap in, in their eyes is much more apparent, but in your eyes, it's still just one little thing. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing is less and less and less and less. So you're, you're actually failing at the baseline. And when you uh -huh. do the base, we call it, there's a word for that. It's called C player. C player. Oh, so okay. C player. Okay. So if you're doing less than minimum, now you're in the D you're in the F range. And really, I mean, who wants to be a C player anyway? Yeah. I mean, you, you're doing the bare minimum. You're never going to get ahead. Yeah. Turn that on. Turn it. Turn it on its head. Think about the inverse of that. Mm -hmm. What if every single time you come to work, you do something just a little thing extra? Mm -hmm. For you, it's the same philosophy. You're not going to notice it because it's just a little thing. But you start doing it on a regular basis, and then you add a little thing, and you add a little thing, and you add a little thing, 
Now you're setting up for yourself something that money can't buy. And that is a, a code of ethics, a code of creating value, a, a, a code of doing a little bit more, a little bit more. And that's the type of person that becomes successful. Mm. That's the type of person that creates value. So you want to be that person that constantly gets small victories mm-hmm. as opposed to small failures. Very right. few, by the way, very few of us win at anything large or fail at anything large. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, most of the time it's just like these day-to-day battles yeah. and, and maybe it means not opening that bag of potato chips today, yeah. right? Maybe it means not spending that um, $10 bill on a six pack. But when you focus on, 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 at doing a little bit more, you, you create within yourself a, a confidence of victory. Yeah. So that flash forward, when there is that once in a lifetime big crisis, you've had a whole life of small victories that have built in you the, the stamina and the confidence to triumph and to succeed. Ah, that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah that, no, that's great. It's uh, I assume that's how you train your your team members too. So like every day, you you know, you do a little bit extra and think about the other people too. You know, that's it's, yeah, okay, great. You know, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, empathy is a big a big deal. Being being part of a team is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're in sports, if you're in theater, you know, it's it's not a it's not a one it's not a one person act. It's it's yeah. an ensemble and. Yeah. Um, the whole team has to be focused on, on making the goal. But if you've got someone who's, who's letting everybody else pick up the slack, well, ultimately they're only cheating themselves, mm. this individual. And so, and again, inversely, you, you're, you're, you're preparing your future self to be more adept at killing it. Right. At, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I actually want I mean, to I hate, go ahead. I hate to beat that point home, you know, but it's so it's so important to, sure. to just keep in context that you don't have to be this fantastically brilliant individual yeah. at all. All you have to do is read a little, read 10 pages more yeah. today than you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. You're not going to turn into a genius overnight, but you're going to be a little bit smarter. 10 pages at a time, day by day, any context you want, whether it's working out, whether it's, you know, building your intellect, whether it's building your brand or your business or your family in relationships, the same concepts apply. You create small victories on a daily basis. Yeah. And you will be so much more advanced Mm-hmm. And so much further along than your former self, and for anyone, and when you compare it to anyone else who who isn't doing those things, and most people are doing the opposite, mm-hmm. they're doing a little bit less, and they think they're in the short run they're winning. You know they are. They're getting they're getting out out to spend the rest of their evening. You know they're getting out a little earlier. Or they're doing or they're making a little bit more money in the short in the short run, but mm-hmm. in the long run. The same people will turn around and scratch their heads and say, I did everything that I was supposed to do. Why am I not further ahead? And the reality is, if you did everything that you're supposed to do, you're still just a C player. Mm -hmm. It's only until you start to do a little bit more Mm -hmm. that you start working your way up to becoming an A. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And and I think the other part of it, too, is that I, I think consistency also 
is also another um, you know key point too because you know I know uh, because I'm a victim of it myself where sometimes you would do a little bit extra right but then a lot of times what I see in people is that they they sort of I guess not follow through they do it maybe for a couple of days and then they sort of drop off again so then then it comes to me to to realize like okay well like what you said, like a little, like you can do a little bit every day and then just, but you have to be consistent though. Cause if you're yeah. not consistent, it's like, well, it's kind of useless. It's almost like you, you go work out for what two, two, three days in a row. And then you start eating potato chips. It doesn't, you know, it Perfect. doesn't do anything. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. You're exactly, exactly right. Exactly right. You got to be consistent. And it's the same with your product. You know, I mean, what would happen if uh, I bought, um, you know, a less expensive bean yeah. because I wanted to save a couple bucks. What would happen if, um, you know, I messed up a roast and said, ah, let's just mix it in with something else. You know, uh, in the short run, maybe nobody would notice, but you set, then you, you're setting up exactly the pitfall that I'm, that yeah. I'm trying to help people avoid, which is, you know, you set up a, a pattern of failure. Yeah. Yeah. And down the line, you might not notice that one burnt bean in the batch down the line, if that becomes a regular practice, the entire quality and the entire integrity of the product you, you're, you're putting out there is, 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 is suffered as a result. Absolutely. And I've, no. I've, ha- I've had roasts. I mean, I, I got distracted. I missed the mark. Oh. And it, you know, we're talking about hundreds of dollars down yeah. the drain yeah. in a second. Mm. And when that happens, you know, there's nothing that you can do other than get it gone and start over yeah uh, because the, the taste and the quality will be affected yeah yeah no i mean well that's where you able to learn from you know the mistakes and be like okay yeah. next time I'll, I'll be present and be you know paying attention to it no absolutely i got it um actually i have a I have a I have a, a little follow-up question what kind of a backtracking um how <laughs> How do you intend to solve this frozen water problem that you have right now? In oh, it's already solved. Oh, it's already solved. Okay. It's How, did you do solved. It? How did you do it? Um, I, uh, I made some phone calls. Okay. <laughs> I know a guy. No, uh, literally, um, the, the, the plumber who, who like did all the work in there came with a blowtorch. Oh, wow. And just, and just, just you know lit up the pipes so that they would thaw and then oh, okay. um, now we've got to go back though and we've got to insulate it a little bit better because it's going to be another really cold night tonight so so the, the problem for today is solved but now the problem for tomorrow um and next winter is mm. on the forefront of my mind so how am i gonna and this is what i'm talking about you know yeah. okay something happens you, you fix it but you've got to mitigate that threat from happening right. again yeah so you spend a lot of your time thinking about what am i doing right yeah. What am I doing wrong? What are the potential pitfalls? And, um, you know, sometimes something happens like this morning and I didn't see it. I didn't anticipate it coming. Well, shame on me. But tomorrow I'm prepared. Nice, nice. You very, know? very, very good. Because I, I assume that this stuff happens like every winter, right? Like, you know, because it's cold, so cold over there. Well, it's... <sighs> Yes, but it, it it depends. I mean, everything's got to be just right, and uh, we just got we just got rocked with a cold snap last night. Oh wow! Nothing, you know, just it, no, no, nobody was prepared. So, 
Right. It's kind of, you know, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's winter's a problem. We have it, you know. Yeah. I think a lot about like my days in Southern California and thinking about how because <laughs> every every time it snows, yeah, burn. <laughs> you know, you might as well just like send everyone home. Yeah, you send everyone home. Coming from there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, there are other places where you can have you can have every day all day and not even not worry about temperature as a factor. That kind of that kind of appeals to me. Right. Right. Okay. Um, this question, I, you know, I, I was going to ask in the beginning, but I like to ask it here just to change up the order a little bit. So why, why black and brass coffee? Uh, I mean, why just kind of give, give me a little bit of backstory. Sure. Uh, well, um, I knew I had to create an asset. I was working as a carpenter and, um, I was making the best money of, that I had ever made in my life as a carpenter. And um, I knew I, I didn't have very much finance savvy at all. I, uh, I didn't have any experience with, with investing. And I, was, I had a pile of money under my mattress, literally, that mm. was making me very uncomfortable. And I knew I had to invest it somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking about buying land, blah, 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 blah. But I always loved coffee. You know, always loved coffee, and I always I, and it was and it was my dream um, for a long time to have a, a cafe. Even before I learned how to roast coffee, I wanted a I wanted a cafe because I just love it. I grew up in my I would watch my dad play uh, music at the local Starbucks when I was a kid, and oh, nice. you know, uh, it just like had a kind of a it just meant something to me. And it was so much about the community, and so I knew. I couldn't be a carpenter forever. I knew I needed to create an asset and I knew I loved coffee and it was my dream to have a coffee house. So I, um, I at first I played pretend, you know, because I, I, I just didn't, I didn't totally believe in myself because I didn't have all those small victories yeah. that I, of course I have now. So yeah. I saw a sign on the door and I called the number and I met with them almost like a game, oh, wow. you know, and, and just said, Hey, yeah, I want to open up a coffee roasting company here. And they said, Oh, that'd be perfect. And I said, okay, well, I have to put a hole in your wall. And they said, no, <laughs> no problem. And I said, okay, well, I have to do this. And I said, no problem. We'll remodel it for you. And so it was like all these series of yeses when I was still kind of just playing imagination, <laughs> you know, again, that, that child and drag. Yeah. And, um, and they said, yes. So then I had to find a, 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 a coffee roaster, the actual machine. So I called the company and I said, you know, this is what I'd, this is what I'd like. And they're like, yeah, we can do that for you. We can build it for you. And I said, okay. And, and it just kind of, it just literally, it was just, everyone was saying yes. And I, I kind of just because of how I, I always was, I was just waiting for that person to say no oh, and, and pop the bubble and, and be like, okay, cool. It was a good fantasy, but I'm still a carpenter at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and um, nobody did. So ultimately I had to be the one to say yes. And to say that it's real. And um, every dime that I had, I put into that, that, that first roaster payment was $9,000. Oh, and, um, you know, again, I was, a, I was a guy who didn't have 
yeah. a lot of experience with money. Um, this was the this was the most successful year as a carpenter that I, so when I when I sent that check and that was one third of the of of the total cost, mm-hmm. it was kind of like then I was then I then I had skin in the game as they say right so then I had some money on the table and I was financially invested as well as emotionally invested, um, and then I went to work and every time I had a um, I had something that needed. I, then I had another $8,000 payment for the two payment number two out of three. I came up with it and I came up with all these creative ways to generate this revenue, to open up this business on a shoestring. And literally every dime that I had my wife um, invested in it uh, at the time, she was my girlfriend. So she was taking a huge gamble on me. Yeah. Um, and, and then I, and then I found a, a series of other creative ways to fund the business too, which I was really proud of, which I hadn't seen before. I did not do a GoFundMe. Okay. I don't, I, I think that that's kind of, I think that that lacks creativity. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in hindsight, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should have, <laughs> but I would never do a Go, I would never do a GoFundMe as a successful business. Sure. I think that that's kind of smells desperate. And, and right. so you want to create, you want to find ways to create value, not ask people to give you something. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's yeah. right. So short story long, I opened up the, when, when I made that phone call to, 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 to investigate the space three months later, the doors were open three oh. months. And I opened the doors before I was able to set up my roaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so those first couple of weeks I was experimenting with the brewing equipment with other people's coffee. Yeah. So I didn't have a, um, I didn't have a brand. I had a trademark yeah. and I knew that it was going to be called black and brass because oh. that's the, the machine that I ordered. Yeah. And when I asked him on the, on the phone, I said, you know, can I have the machine be black and brass? Boom. That was the first time I said the name out loud and it, and it immediately clicked in my oh. head. Nice. And so black and brass became the name and black and brass is the roaster. Right. And now we have yeah. two roasters yeah. that are black and they have a brass oh, face. Great. great. Um, and so that's kind of the, the, the kind of drawn out boring version. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but I, you know, it starts with saying yes and, it, and taking a leap of faith yeah. and, and trying something. Right. And, and that made all the difference. And that original brick and mortar, we still have. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, now we're working on locations number four, five, and six. And um, it's just so crazy. It's not even five years ago that that was, that was going on. In fact, it'll be five years ago in March that I made that phone call. Wow, that's that's what what is that quote that yeah. they say they, they the quote they always say is like fake it till you make it like that kind of <laughs> that kind of yeah. deal yeah yeah it was totally totally <laughs> although i mean but it was it was i was never like i was never dishonest you know i was playing a game yeah and i'm, I'm still playing a game mm-hmm. you know and that's the thing like i've realized i, I began to realize as i began to play <laughs> yeah. uh i realized that i could set the rules um and more, but more importantly, I can decide how I win. Mm. And by, by being able to say like, okay, this is how I win the game that is called black and brass. Mm. Then I can, I can work my way backward from, from the moment that I'm victorious mm-hmm. all the way back to the moment that I started mm-hmm. and, 
see almost two dimensionally each step that I need to take in order to reach that 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 goal. Mm-hmm. That it, in order to win the game that I'm that that I've that I've created, and that does two things. It gives you a clear focus yeah. and intention that you can actually work towards and, and succeed at, but it also it also gives you empowerment. Yeah, it gives you, it gives you freedom. It, it gives you context to to keep things in perspective. That you know, even though your website is down on a day when you're going to be exposed to millions of people, well, it's part of the game. Yeah, you know, and you drew a card, and now you 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 know you got to roll a couple dice and, yeah. and build it back up. Yeah. So in that sense, it makes it fun, even when even when it's challenging. Mm-hmm. But the empowerment aspect of it is. Yeah is so huge mm-hmm. so when they when people say fake it till you make it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know but but play it yeah play it till you make it yeah yeah you know like have fun with it create sure. your own world create your yeah. own Im- imaginary kingdom because at the end of the day you're the only person who can decide what life you're gonna live that's true i love that no no it's true yeah because i mean you every choice you make Every decision you make, you know, you you're the one making that choice and decision. No one else's. Um, so, you, I mean, you could have easily been like, "Hey, you know what? I'll just keep being a carpenter." You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. very well possible. Um, um, of course, I, I don't know much about carpenting, so I'm, I'm guessing it's a pretty sick gig. Maybe. <laughs> it's it's it's. I mean, there's a there's it's great. I I, I um you know it's it's challenging it's it's a whole other business right the the problem the problem with my with my company as a carpenter was that i was the only employee uh-huh. and i was always the only employee so really you can't build a business if you're if you're the only cook in the kitchen right and so a lot of and a lot of a lot of people make the mistake where they're a great chef they're a great chef but they don't want to give anyone else the recipe Mm. and so at the end of the day that's okay so you're going to be cooking great food but if you're not in if you're not in that kitchen there's no business it's not open and that's and and so i always set my intention to um teach my recipes Mm. to the team so that i can so that i can help the team grow and so that i could help the business grow and you know for you when you were a carpenter were there any I guess experience or knowledge that you were able to carry that over into the black and brass. Oh, I mean, this is so different, yeah. you know? Yes. And every, and all of us, and that's the thing, your entire life, right? Yeah. So I've um, leads to this moment mm-hmm. and you leverage every skill you have, mm. whatever that is, videography, photography, carpentry, painting, um, cooking, whatever it is, you leverage that skill and you put it into your business. So I'll give you an example. I was a carpenter. I built all the cabinets. Oh, nice. All the countertops. Um, and I, I didn't do it. We were having this conversation. You know, I didn't do it to save money. Yeah. Um, I did it because that was the skill that I was able to use to help create this business. Um, I, uh, I was an actor. Um, you know, I, I, lo- I loved improv. I loved acting. Um, I, use, I use improv on a daily basis to the skills that I learned from improv to connect with people um, in this podcast, when we're filming on HGTV, right. you know, these, these skills I leverage into my business. 
you might be um, great at numbers. You might be, so whatever, whatever it is, you use it. And that's, that's, that's kind of, that's another takeaway to, to these, I guess this, this overarching conversation of small victories, yes. you know, um, everyone just expects you to have money to you that you need money to build a business or yeah. you need talent to build a business. But the reality is every step you've taken that's led to this moment yeah. is, 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 it's almost like your Dharma or your, 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 you know, call it fate, mm. uh, call it destiny, mm. but every skill has led to this point. And now you, you are fully equipped to use those tools in your toolbox figuratively and literally to build the game of your dreams. Oh, wow. I like that. I like that. It's, it's almost like off. you feel like, you know, your link or Dharma is kind of like, okay, black and brass is kind of the route, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. I, okay. I can't tell you. I mean, I can't tell you how many days that I was lost, confused, disappointed in myself, mm-hmm. you know, failure to launch, yeah. um, failure to, to have a clear career. Mm-hmm. And now what I realized is I I was on that path. I just didn't know it because I didn't realize, I didn't understand how I was going to be able to use all these random skills that I had developed over my lifetime yeah. to create a, a real asset that would be recognized on a national um, scale. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. That's great. I, I love that. Um, so I got a couple more questions before we, uh, we wrap it up. So number one, so now what is your, what is your daily morning routine like? Well, um, I, I wake up with my daughter every day now. Oh, great. So I get to, I get to, um, be, be, be there with her every morning. She's, she's one and a half. Um, so that, so usually typically I wake up, I have my coffee, I have my black and brass coffee Ah. and I, and I do my social media thing. Okay. So I'm checking, I'm checking Instagram, Facebook, coordinating with the team, making sure they're all where they need to be and checking my emails. Um, and then by the time I'm about finished with that, my daughter wakes up. So I get to spend some cuddly moments with her and then it's off to the races. I've got, oh, a, then my day starts. Yeah. Oh, great. Or my, you know, yeah. The meat of my day. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And follow-up question is that your your coffee? Well, because I did browse it on your website when it was still working. I guess I don't know if it's yeah, yeah. more now. Um, um, your your coffee is it is it just beans that you're selling, or you're you're also selling like that kind of like the grounded up um, coffee? I guess. Yeah. Uh, so we we roast. So we are a we have we are a brand of coffee. Okay. So, okay. So like. You have Folgers coffee, you okay. have, you know, Starbucks coffee. Okay. We have black and brass coffee and that's um, on shelves in supermarkets. That's on, you know, it's uh, cafes users. We wholesale it to restaurants, resorts, um, other, other businesses, cafes, diners. Um, so we also sell that, that coffee on the shelf. And then we also have a specialty uh, drink espresso bar. So okay. we take all of our, we, create our own espresso blend and we create lattes macchiatos cappuccinos all that kind of stuff so what makes us different is that we the quality of our coffee is superior and it's we, we roast it fresh 
so you, you know who roasted it, when it was roasted, and where it was roasted as you're drinking that shot, that latte, that that cup of coffee. And we used to do that on. We still do it on site in in the one cafe. So mm -hmm. so you can you can go in and you can watch the coffee being roasted. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, we travel to the other countries of origin. We've been to four countries where we've seen the farmers. We've seen how the coffee's grown, how it's processed, how it's milled. Um, so, so we are both we we're so kind of two businesses in one. We're the, the the roasting company at our core is what we do. We take raw beans, we put them in an oven, we roast them to our specifications, and we create coffee. Okay. Um, and then the second part of that business is the uh, specialty drink and espresso bar. Where you can come in and taste the product itself. Okay, okay. And then are you are you wholesaling it to all the major stores like what like Walmart, Target, or or specific stores? Specific sto stores. Um, although not, I wouldn't mind it. Even if I want. Well, Walmart, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> no, I yeah. Uh, we've got um, mostly locally grocery grocery stores, and then we'll be hitting the bigger markets as we. Um, you know, basically my objective this year is to fly all around the country to okay. different boards and speak to them and show them who we are, what we do and how we can create value for them. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where we're going with that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, the only reason I'm asking is because I, I do, I do want to try out some black and brass coffee. So I was going to see if I can walk into a store and buy some, cause I, so oh, I don't know which yeah, grocery store that you yeah, I don't know which grocery store you guys sell it at. Um, I mean, my well, my first, yeah. It's on the east, so uh, we're not any grocery stores out west. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll we'll be working on that for sure. Working on it. For, okay, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's fine. I can I can pipe by online on. Uh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, not totally. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, so last question before we wrap up is, uh, so you you say you're. Are you, I don't know if you're finished filming HGTV yet, or you're still currently filming mm -hmm. it right now. It's filmed and it's airing tonight. Airing tonight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, what, yeah. what time tonight? So eight o'clock Eastern, I think it's five, 5 PM Pacific. Okay. Uh, it's H it's HGTV. Okay. If you don't have HGTV, you can stream on discovery plus <laughs> and Amazon prime, I believe. Okay, great. And, uh, yeah, and so we we just a representative from Discovery Channel reached out to us, and great. we said yes, and the rest is history. Oh, great! So, that's, so that's, yeah, that's, that's super awesome. exciting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll try to keep an eye out too. So see if I can, uh, if it's on Amazon Prime, I'll see if I can watch it on Amazon Prime. Cool, cool. So then it would be probably it would air you. You know, yeah. there would be a delay, so it might be tomorrow. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's streaming on HGTV at 8 Eastern, but then I think for, like, Discovery and such, it'll be coming out at, like, 3 a.m. Oh. So, so you'll probably catch it tomorrow. Oh, that's weird. It's like a next day. day. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. cool, cool. Well, I, I think they do that so that, you, like, they want to they want to capture all the live audience, yeah. and, then, and then if you, you know. But. Oh, I see. I see what you mean. Cool. Like a double dipping, I guess. Double dipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
okay. we'll get you here and we'll get you here. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I was going to say, I'm going to wrap it up, but the final, final question now before we do wrap. <laughs> um, so it is 2021. We, we all made it through 2020. Um, yeah. What are now, what are you looking forward to in 2021? So uh, 2021, I am, um, I'm looking forward to consolidating our roasting fat facility. Okay. So we're, we're built, we're going to be um, investing in a brand new uh, roastery where we have all our machines, all our team in, uh, under one roof. Um, that's really huge. I'm looking forward to um, leveling up on the sales of the company from going from a um, more regional type of a local wholesale to a more national type of wholesale. Um, that's really huge this year. And, uh, and of course, I'm, I'm really excited to have more opportunities to speak, um, especially with the television show coming out tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to really broadcasting Black and Brass um, in all of its forms yeah. on, a, on a social media and, and marketing level. Um, Absolutely. These, these are the things. Um, as for, on a personal level, I'm, I'm really looking forward to re, to to. I'm really looking forward to the technological changes that are coming this year. Um, I, I think there, there are so many interesting things that are coming down the pipeline. And I think that um, whether we know it yet or not, COVID was a catalyst for a new type of culture. Yeah. Um, and I mean, maybe, you know, maybe we haven't seen it, uh, a cultural shift like this since the 60s. Um, but this isn't born out of out of what we want or who we who, how we identify ourselves as much as what we need to do to move forward to continue to be a social um, species. And I think there's a lot of cool technologies that are going to come out that are going to help that. And I, and I think there's a lot of minds that are really going to blossom. And you know, I, I think of it like a forest fire. Mm -hmm. And it's, yes, it's terrifying and catastrophic and destructive, but from the forest fire, new, sunlight hits the bottom of the floor, yeah. nutrients are introduced. And I think there's yeah. a whole slew of young entrepreneurs who are going to blossom in 2021. Right. And I'm really excited to see what new forms, old paradigms yeah. bloom into. Like, how are we going to experience theaters? How are we going to experience movies? How are we going to experience dancing? Um, these things aren't going to go away, but they're going to be re-evaluated and recreated in a way that's that's really winning and unique. And um, I'm excited about that. That is a great way to end this. Fantastic. Very lovely. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, oh, I'd love to have you on longer, Travis, but uh, you know, you got, you're busy. You got a business to run. You know? <laughs> cool. Just, yeah. Well, we can do this again sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll definitely have a part two, um, you know, and we'll, we'll dive deeper next time. So, and for, for everyone who's listening, uh, yes, please do support black and brass coffee. Uh, I will post their website and all that on the description, you know, um, cause I'm planning to actually buy some today, you know, once, I'm cool. guessing that Westside is up and running now, possibly. It, well, give, give it a couple. It should be either between, probably in the next couple hours, it'll be up. Okay, cool. Crossed. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's blackandbrasscoffee.com.
brassandcoffee.com. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I will, yeah. yeah, I will post all the information and anything else today we've talked about just for people who are interested, you know, curious. And, and yeah, and then we'll, you know, we'll be back next week again. So please, everyone stay tuned. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for having me. Yep, absolutely. Thank you.